Welcome to a Blurred's Intermission podcast. A Blurred's Intermission is a place for the ratchet and righteousness. On this podcast, you'll hear the host and his guests discuss music, comics, movies, video games, mental health, real-world problems with real-world solutions, and so much more. So without further ado, here's your host, Joseph A.K. Rockstar Joe. Hey everybody, it's Joseph, aka Rockstar Joe, and welcome back to a Blur's Intermission podcast. As always, I hope you and yours have been well since the very last episode. My apologies for, once again, dropping off with the consistency, but nevertheless, today's episode would definitely focus on um, just some truths, man, being true to self. The main show is titled, If I'm Being Honest. I was struggling, and I'm still struggling, to be a creative. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, if you have you been a loyal listener to this podcast, you can honestly see the roller coaster it has been for us doing this podcast, specifically me. Right. Um, I just really hit these strong highs where I'm motivated and then I can think of things like, you know, different topics to dive into. And possibly, you know, different guests to really, you know, try to bring into the show and all. And then there's those other parts where I'm just, like, not motivated. Like, I just don't care to touch the microphone. Like, I promise you, even before I hit record on this episode, there was a sense of anxiety coming back and sitting down and just, you know, speaking my truth. And um, I wish I can identify, you know, what is causing this. I, I know part of the reasons why it's a struggle for me. But I also didn't want to be the person that sat there and just kept, you know, letting that creativity di- die. Um, so, you know, as I continue to dive into this episode, I should be a little bit more specific. This episode is for the creatives. And, you know, creatives can be, you know, in the world of entrepreneurship, you know, singer, songwriter, rapper, producer, um, artist. Uh, there's so many different avenues to be a creative. So this this episode is really for those. But as I was saying, um, it's been a struggle. It has been a very, very, very big struggle for me to sit down and invest into my art and to invest into the things that make me happy. You know, I've mentioned, you know, the headaches of employment and dealing with that situation. I've shared some of the, you know, tad bits that's happening behind the scenes. And it's like, at what point as a creative do you just hush all the distractions and hush all the what is it self-deprecation like at what point do you you know kill the bullshit and kill the noise that's a legit question i have for the folks but you know truthfully at what point do you you know snap out of it and just try again and for me like i said it's a struggle not just only as a you know podcaster but as a producer you know i used to be able to make beats effortlessly and you know whether the quality was great or not i was still able to make beats you know in a timely fashion that made me happy and it's like i can't i can't even pinpoint the last time i've sat down in the session cooked the beat you know mastered it produced and everything and released it like i I can't tell you i feel like that's been over maybe two or three years i think the very last project that i did was a beat tape 
I think it I think it was um Meraki Instrumentals Volume 2, if I'm not mistaken. But it's like, yo, what happened? What happened to that that young kid, that young man that had um this desire to create, regardless of the opinions that come with it. And I think that's kind of part of the reason why it's a struggle for me now to be a creative. Um, I used to never be one to fear what my words, you know, affected people. Or I used to never fear how my words affected people or just how I spoke and what I had to say. And it's like stepping away from the podcast, stepping away from producing, stepping away from joy. You know, I've just had the time to just spectate and spectate. And it's just like, yo, (laughs) this fucking world is so cruel. And trust me, I'm not the one to complain about it because I definitely have my my bits and pieces where I'm adding to that problem. But um, this world is so fucking cruel and so harsh, man. Like social media will forever be a joke. You know, there's people that, you know, know how to navigate, go through and use all the tools that, you know, the social media app provides and you know, stay clear of the bullshit and negativity, but, you know, in life, you gotta, you know, be introduced to both, there has to be a balance, but I, I swear to God, people, I don't know why this is the current culture, and I'm not even talking about just with racism, but even just among, you know, the peer-to-peers, like, it's just a dog-eat-dog world, everybody's a crab in a barrel, like, it's just very rare to genuinely come across good folks, and, um, you know, for me, outside of this show, and hopefully through the show, you know, I've, I've expressed my, my interest and desire to try to make this world a better place. And, you know, I may be taking a page out of Tupac's book when I say this, but I may not be the person that changes the world, but you can rest assured I'll be the person that changes that person's world, that will change the world. And I know that come out very... If you just, you know, take your time, listen to it. It came out the way it needed to come out. Thank you very much. But, um, yeah, I really do mean that, though, people. Like, it's just a lot. As a parent, you know, it's crazy to think and know at one point in time my daughter had a a strong love and passion to produce music. And then it's like, oh, that went out the window. And I don't think it's truly gone, but it's like, damn, that was a missed opportunity to really take the grasp on. And I, I think... I can say this out loud, but I think part of my my uh, stepping away from creativity, you know, affected my child, too. Because I swear there used to be times where we'll do a beat separately and be so anxious and hyped to present it to each other and to see the reaction. And it's like now and day, like nowadays, nowadays, um, I'll do a beat, produce a beat, and I'll share it with her. And it's like, it's not even like, it's not even hyped. Cause he, like it, it just, uh, it just used to bring so much warmth and joy. So um, I know it sounds like I'm rambling a bit, but trust me, there's a story along the way. Um, I know there's, you know, there are people and folks out there that you know struggle with, you know, being authentic and creating and staying true to themselves. And like I said, in the moment and situation I'm in right now, is just I'm struggling to do that for myself. And um. To me, I thought, you know, it would be a good idea to, you know, share this in a public space. Because I'm quite sure there are millions of folks out there that are creatives and that have all hit a rough point or a rough patch where it's like, I don't know what to do next. I'm afraid to create or I don't know how to create. 
I have to be reintroduced to, you know, my creativity. And that is factual for me. I'm literally reintroducing myself to learning how to produce music again. I'm, <laughs> you know, taking another deep dive into listening to other podcasts and trying to gain inspiration and see what works for other people and try to see what works for me in this space and so forth. I share the story to say, you know, as a creative for whoever you are at whatever age you are, it's okay to, you know, have that moment where you're thinking or if in reality you hit rock bottom. It's okay to reach a point where you detach from the things that you love. It is okay to have those moments. It's not okay to, you know, detach and be okay with those things, but it's okay to go through that process and detach. What I would urge, not just for myself, but for those that are going through a similar situation, is to simply try to just do what you used to do. Whatever creativity, you know, whatever path that you take within the world of creativity, try to do that activity. Regardless if you're inspired, regardless if you have something, you know, to go in there, just try. And do that, just try to do that at least five days of the week. Just consistently. And I guarantee you, at some point, maybe by day four or five, it may take other days, but I'm quite sure along that path, along that way, you'll you'll discover, you know, what is that, that reason, the purpose, the why to why you do what you do in the world of creativity. Like I said, folks, it's been a struggle. I've gotten on multiple episodes in this space and said, hey, we're going to be consistent. I'll be consistent. We're going to introduce this and this. And then it's like, yo, time passed. And then it goes three weeks, maybe even a month before the next, you know, episode is dropped. And, you know, I I care about those that, you know, take time out of their day to support and listen. Because by all means, there are hundreds of thousands of other podcasts, you know, folks could be tuning into. And even though, you know, this space hasn't gathered that uh, strong following yet, I'm willing to take that risk and take this this leap of faith to put this show back out there. Regardless of the retweets, regardless of the likes, regardless of the shares, I'm just going to continue to try my best and do this from the heart. This is still a, this is still a place I, I love and still is a place that I, I seek to try to, you know, be a part of every single week. Um, that's that, folks. I ain't gonna keep going and rambling with that. Um, that's that for the main show. Moving along within the world of the blur talk, man, music, music, music. So I've been struggling to try to discover new music. Um, one album that dropped recently that I just didn't have the time to listen to until today would be Magic Three by Nas. This is the very last installment of the Nas and Hit Boy series for right now. Um, it's crazy. I think, what, two or three years, six projects, six albums. You had three King Diseases. <laughs> that sounds very infectious or wrong. And then you had uh, three different magics. And I have to say, you know, I had the chance to go for a walk and um, press play on Magic 3. And my God, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. I think for the longest, um, KD1 and then, what did it be? KD1, KD2, and Magic. Like, those are just, like, top tier for me. And keep in mind, all the projects are great. 
so much thought and effort I put into those things, but the ones that I constantly have on loop for me, yeah, those those projects stick out. But um, after and I still got like maybe two or three. <clears throat> excuse me, I still have about two or three different tracks to listen to. But based off of the album I heard, based off the what eight to ten tracks I've heard off of Magic Three, oh my goodness, folks. Nas will forever be <laughs> Nas will forever be one of the goats. Why doesn't he get that respect and acknowledgement as, you know, his peers? Teachers on, I don't know. But I know I'm doing my part by representing and um supporting. Hit Boy comes through with another great selection of production, especially on them samples. Man. I feel like this this album is a bit more bass bass heavy. And I'm totally cool with Nas just going into the trap and just fucking with some shit. Um, you can't tell, but hopefully you can You can probably hear the smile that I'm having while talking about this project. Like I said, it's been a phenomenal ride to just see the journey that those two have went on. You know, keep in mind, this started in the pandemic. KD1 dropped during the pandemic. And, you know, Ultra Black, 10 points, um... What is it? Car 85. Um, the track with the locks. Like, dude. Once again, this this run has to be studied. And I wish... And Nip, and Nas said this in a song. But I wish Nipsey was here to kind of either be featured on those projects. Or to just witness that. Because it's just like, dude. Oh my god, man. So much things were in the works that we didn't know about. And some of those things have been revealed through the albums. Especially on Magic 3. But nevertheless, I'm going to stop talking about it. Here's some snippets from Magic 3, if you have yet to hear. I see you going where I've been. I know how you feel. Was at the same place you were now in. You shouting, announcing. You want to win with similar minded men with great business acumen. We can make an acquisition to the topic turn from tight pockets to high profits. To life assurance, at what age do we all cop it? Fuck who the hottest? Who really stand up? Who really messing with they dead man girl? That says everything about that man world. Y'all some drug testers. My guess is I won't be on your guest list. I'm unimpressed with doing press kids. I'm good on looking desperate. I'm on the inner section exit just missed the pedestrian been in the stone for years and still i got room for perfection sometimes i random check it just to see if i still got it to see it is still shocking I'm, I'm, yo it's like the box sets star wars fans and furious franchises six projects six sagas is hood science 4 a.m infomercials telling you where to buy it 1-800-9000 hit all six like the greatest hits no my brother you got to cop your own whether we did diamond or hardly sold we did it for right, folks, that was Magic 3 by Nas. Man, like I said, do your best. If you can, go out there, support, you know, stream it, whatever that means. Uh, buy CDs if they still make those. And if you're a vinyl collector like myself, obviously treat yourself and collect those freaking vinyls. I think I have all the King Diseases. Pause on that one. But I have all the King Diseases, 1 through 3. I have Magic 1, and I need to order Magic 2 and 3. Um, if I get those to my collection, whew, I'm going to be press. And speaking of vinyl collections, I recently added three J. Cole albums. And I'm so pressed because I done got 2014 Forest Hill Drive, For Your Eyes Only, and Born Center. All of those on vinyl. Like, yo, you don't understand how pressed I am, folks. Like, it's just, <laughs> I'm just blessed. You know what I'm saying? So that's that, folks, with music. Moving on to Big and Little Screen. Um, 
there's only two shows that I really want to talk about within this segment. First of them, or well, the first of them being Gangs of London. Um, I was introduced to this show via someone, and I didn't know what to expect coming into season one. Keep in mind, there's currently two seasons available for this show. They're currently working on a season three as I speak, but I did not know what to expect, you know? When I was introduced to, like, the first 15 minutes of seeing a white boy, you know, living in London has a strong, heavy accent, but is burning someone on the side of the building. It's like, I didn't know what to expect, you know? Part of me was like, oh, it's about to be a cheesy little soap opera. That was not the case, folks. Um, Both season one and two, I think, offer eight to nine episodes. Every episode, I can honestly say, has you wanting more and has you wondering, what the fuck is going on? I swear, episode, I mean, not episode one, season one definitely came out the gates and had me questioning what the fuck is going on, folks? Like, I just, I love that show. Like I said, I watched the first episode and fell in love with that. Um, From the first season to the second season, just nonstop good TV. I can't wait to see how things play out in season three. Uh, another show that I want to discuss would have to be Loki season two. Folks, Loki is back. We got some new Marvel content to digest and study. And boy, oh boy, do they hit the ground running on episode one. Episode one was everything I needed and more. I ain't going to spoil you or ruin anything, but um, yeah, Loki, Loki season two, Loki season two. That's all I can say. By all means, folks, you know, treat yourself. Within the world of literature, I've just finished Creative Quest by Questlove. Similar to the main show, I chose this book because of my struggle with my creativity. Um, you know, Questlove is a highly respected musician within the world of hip hop. Um, I didn't even know this guy was a an author like that. This man got multiple books, but I feel like this book definitely served the purpose I needed it to serve. There was some great storytelling with some strong, you know, evidence and examples of, you know, what it means to follow the discipline and, you know, stay true to yourself in the path. Um, what I enjoyed most about the book was just the authenticness, the authenticness that Questlove presented. Like, I felt like I genuinely had a chance to meet him and have a conversation with him. Like, he reminds me of your uncle that stay fly, has not a lot of knowledge, but can also be corny and cheesy. But due to how great he is with his other passions and art, the cheesiness kind of makes it authentic even more. So hopefully you get what I'm saying. Um... But nevertheless, like I said, if you're a creative um, and you're seeking, you know, some good stories and inspiration and something to get you back on track. Moving on within the gamers huddle, Phantom Liberty, Cyberpunk 2077, one of the best DLCs I've ever played for next gen and possibly even last gen. Um, I'm not going to ruin and say anything about the storyline. Just know that. CD Projekt Red deserves all the love and acknowledgement and praise that they can possibly get because they put a lot into this DLC. And just for it to be $30, trust me, I feel like we're getting off with a, a great, great, great deal. Um, The amount of content that is jammed in into this DLC will forever change the, the game. You know, there's two new different endings that you can you know have access to cars dog town 
new interactions, uh, revamped skill tree, access to your relic, and just so much more people. Like, I I found myself definitely getting emotional with some of the choices I made. I love when games trigger, like, strong emotions, but there's definitely, definitely some things I regretted doing. (laughs) But nevertheless, um, the game itself, like I said, it was beautiful. Um, as a loyal fan of the series, I will say, comparing it to day one of when Cyberpunk was released, all the way to now, just beautiful. And a round of applause for them. So, you know, if you got 30 bucks and you're on next gen, by all means, treat yourself, play that DLC, come back, share your thoughts. Moving forward with the scrolls and Marathon Winners of the Week, as usual, to be quite honest, I gotta give my city, <laughs> I ain't gonna say as usual, but... In this space, I have to give the scrolls of the week to my city. And specifically, (laughs) those that have a voice, those that have a platform, and those that have power to actually change the well-being of the streets. Um, I say this to say, you know, DC has surpassed its uh, homicide records from 2020. We already surpassed that. We surpassed that, I think, in September. Keep in mind, we got about two more months left in this in the, the year. I don't know what number that's going to end on. Carjackings are still up. More and more youth are killing each other. More and more youth are dying. More and more parents are being left, you know, childless. And it's just, it sucks. It got to a point where, once again, I'm back to being just numb to the news that I get when it comes to shooting, shootings, you know. Even recently, there was a shooting on the campus of Morgan State, HBCU. If you <laughs> if you know me personally, I've been saying, like, yo, for years, at some of these campuses, due to how things are, due to the security measures, something's going to happen. And I hate to say this out loud, but I, I will say, you know, if not even if you're just an HBCU, if you're a university, look at the things that are happening on other campuses. And look at what you can do to prevent that from happening on your campus. Because, you know, we got plenty of universities within the city, but only a few of them are placed within the hood. So just be mindful. For those that have power, that has the tools, do better. I know it's easier not to care about the problem and just let it be or let it be until it happens to you. Like I remember, I think it was last week, how some, I think it was either a congressman or a senator, someone within the world of politics had got carjacked and then made a statement, oh, I'm not going to stop by the House, which is the Senate, the I mean, the Capitol, whatever. And it's like, damn, that's privilege. Like, as much as I wanted to fail for you, that's that's amazing that you had the opportunity and the choice to deny where you're going to go after. For most of us that get carjacked or our car stolen or our car is broken into, we have no choice but to try to fix it. If we have the tools, if we have the resource, we don't get the chance to take days off and be like, you know what? I'm not going to go there. Guess what we got to do? You got to fucking put put on our fucking mask, put a nice smile on and push through the shit. So once again, for those that sit in positions of power, for those that have the platform, the numbers, the eyes, the community and all that, what are you doing to better this city? What are you doing to engage with the the youth? What are you doing for the youth? Because at some point, people, D.C. is going to become the murder capital. And keep in mind, with 
this city being as small as it, as it is, never forget, DC used to be the murder capital back in the 90s and 80s. Never forget that, folks. Our nation's capital was also the murder capital. So I say this to say, please don't wait till it's too late to do something. Come together now. Fuck the beef. Fuck the ignorance. Come together now. Do something for your brothers and sisters. Okay? Please. Please, folks. Marathon winners, I don't know who I want to highlight, to be quite honest. I guess, you know, as always, for those that find some way, somehow, to continue listening and supporting the podcast, shouts out to you. I appreciate you. Um, My blessing before I leave. Um, My blessing before I exit would be love yours. I know I've said this plenty of times before, plenty of times before, but it's, it's hard to really grasp that concept with all that's going on in the world today. Take some time for yourself. Love yourself. Hug yourself. Do whatever you got to do to remind yourself that you matter and that you have value and worth. And with that being said, folks, peace. <laughs>